Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Therapy with Chloe. I'm Chloe, obviously. And um, my voice sounds awful because I literally just woke up. It's 4.33 in the evening and I had a nap because I've been having the worst time sleeping. Like, that's why I've been kind of slacking a little bit with uploads, which I'm very sorry about. But, like, I've been having the worst trouble sleeping and last night um, I went to sleep at about 2 which is really really early for me and then I woke up at about 9 and then I fell, I was up and about and I was doing stuff and then I fell back asleep at like 1 because I was just so tired and I don't know why Um, so I asked my mum to get me some sleep tea which I'm going to try tonight But yeah, I don't know if anyone else is having trouble sleeping, but it's just like, I don't know what's going on. It happens to me every so often, I can't lie. Like, I have weeks and, like, normally it lasts for about a month where, like, I will go to sleep at, like, 8am in the morning and then I'll wake up at, like, 7 at night and it's like, what the fuck? But yeah, it's making me feel a little bit run down because when I don't sleep properly, I feel ill so that if I sound like a 14 year old boy going through puberty that's why um what's some more life updates for you oh we have kittens they're so big now and it's so cute I just love them so much um celebrated my mum's birthday a couple of days ago and that was fun it was kind of hard obviously like we didn't go out and do anything because we're on a tier four lockdown which is basically Boris's way of grounding us but um yeah, I just got some balloons and a cake and I made it nice for her. Um, spent some money on her, which was fun because I never really get to do that. But yeah, it was really fun. Any all, let's go on with the podcast, shall we? Today, I want to talk about breakups because when I asked for you guys to ask me questions about relationships, you so many people asked me about breakups. So I was like, I'm going to save those ones and... I will do a whole separate podcast about it. And obviously I ask more questions because, you know, I love answering your guys' questions. It's literally like the best part of this podcast. So I want to talk about my experience with breakups for a little bit. Um, I have had like three main breakups. I've had a lot of breakups, but a lot of them were in one relationship, which I don't recommend. Do not ever be in, be in an on and off relationship because honestly, it's just so tiring. But... um. Yeah, so I've had three major breakups, like, three main relationships. One when I was really young. um, One when I was about 17, I think. And then one when I was 18, so this year. And I feel like they all taught me very different things. That's one thing that I've learned about breakups, is that, yes, they suck, but they're necessary because they teach you shit. So, for example, my first breakup taught me a lot about myself because I was kind of so wrapped up in it all that when it was over I remember it so vividly I think I was about 14 and I was yeah I was I was about 14 and um the first time and I was he sent me the text and I literally like my whole world collapsed genuinely like it was the most dramatic thing it looked like a scene out of a Bollywood film but at the time, like, if I said to my 14-year-old self, you're being a dramatic-ass bitch, it would have been really mean, because at the time, it was, like, 
she has every reason to be dramatic. That fo- My 14-year-old self had every reason to be dramatic. It was her first breakup. It's endearing, you know? But now I'm, like, so dramatic. No need for it. But it is. Sometimes you have a breakup and it just, like, pulls apart your whole fucking world, you know? Because it's, like, you became so dependent on that person. You don't know what life's going to be like without them. It's just, ugh, it's gross. I hate breakups. Um, but, yeah, it kind of tore apart my whole world. And in the final end when we stopped doing the on and off shit it really taught me a lot about myself it taught me a lot about how to be independent it taught me a lot about how to love myself it taught me a lot about who I am and who I don't want to be which I think like yes that breakup sucked and everything that happened sucked however I'm grateful for the lessons that I learned in the breakup so if you take anything away from this podcast take that because as much as things suck if you're going for a breakup right now as much as it sucks when you come out the other end of it you're going to be a better person and you're going to be stronger and you're going to know more than you did at the beginning so I'm very grateful for that my second breakup was very weird because we were together and it was just a very weird one because I think like first of all he broke up with me over text which is a real dick move, personally, but, um, yeah, so, we were together, and then he broke up with me over text, and it was all very weird, like, it didn't quite feel like it was real, if that made sense, like, it, it feels like a little bit of a fever dream, but at the same time, it wasn't exactly like he messaged me, and was like, oh, we're done, it was kind of like, I say he broke up with me, I actually broke up with him, but he kind of, like, instigated it, if that makes sense, he didn't have the balls, (laughs) basically, um, so it was kind of like a mutual thing, like, we both just kind of came to the decision that it was like, is this even working, no, it's not, okay, can we just be done then, because it's doing us more harm than good, and I was really upset about it for a couple of days, and then I kind of just, like, really pushed myself through those stages of grief like I forced myself to go over it because I I can't be asked to feel like this anymore I just want to be happy again so I just pushed myself through it and that is the first time I've ever like really really taken control of my emotions and that taught me a lot about how much control I actually do have over myself and my own body and my own mind I basically just sat up one day I was like fuck this why am I crying over him and then I just pushed myself, pushed myself through, and it was like, oh, sick, dope. And I was over it in about three days. And obviously, like, occasionally I'd be like, oh, it's kind of shit. But then I'd kind of remember, like, it wasn't exactly healthy. So I was just like, no, you know what, it's for the best. Like, yes, you miss that person's company, but that's all you miss. You don't miss the person, you just miss the company. Um... So I would say that that one taught me a lot about, like, taking control of my own mind and kind of taking ownership over my own feelings. Like, I was like, why am I letting this external factor determine my happiness or unhappiness when he's irrelevant now? He's no longer in my life, out of sight, out of mind. You don't need to cry about it anymore. Um, And that was the first time that I really, like, felt proud of myself for an emotional achievement if that makes sense, um, but yeah, I just had to take off my jumper, because it's literally boiling in my room, even though it's literally, like, minus four, it's not even minus four, but it feels like it's minus four, it's so fucking cold outside, but my room is the hottest room in the house, and I'm sweltering, anyway, 
so yeah first breakup taught me a lot about um like loving yourself first if that makes sense like don't get into something too young like it taught me a lot about timing and um how everything happens for a reason and everything says everything is in place for a reason and everything will happen when it's going to happen and then the second breakup taught me a lot about the power that I have over my own emotions and how I refuse now to let external factors affect me internally unless they're like really deep but it's like um it taught me that you can you you don't have any control over what happens to you right but you do have control over how you let it affect you um which is something that I hold very close to my heart like I think who is hoovering can you guys hear that anyway just gonna have to part with it but yeah that's a like one of my most important lessons that I've learned and I actually pass it on to anyone that asks me for advice so oh my god that's so annoying anyway my third breakup is my most recent breakup this one kind of like stung a little bit more because um obviously it was kind of like a pandemic relationship so we're seeing each other kind of but most of the interaction was over the internet because we weren't allowed to leave he was in a very restricted part of the country and I wasn't at the time and now I am so it was very difficult to see each other and the bond that we created was kind of harder to accept that it was over because it was like very deeply emotional like it wasn't just like holding hands and doing all of that shit because we didn't really have an opportunity to do that shit very often so the time that we did like talk to each other it was very much talking about our lives and building a connection and building a friendship more than anything and then the relationship shit kind of just like came naturally and I think that's something that our generation faces more so than any other generation because we're building these bonds over the internet and over the phone and over FaceTime and just having those fleeting moments of seeing each other in person that it's so much deeper when it leaves because it's so deeply emotional because personally for me physical connections it's like okay yeah it's just like a natural human thing right and it's easier to forget that than it is an emotional one because when you connect with someone emotionally it's very like oh shit okay this is actually deep we connect we connect on a different level and it got to a point where it was kind of like it wasn't working one because of the distance two because of just everything you know I feel like some people some things just aren't right for that time and it was it got to a point where I was kind of like, I'm, I have to put myself first in this situation, there's no doubt about it that I have to put myself first, just because I have feelings for this person doesn't mean I'm going to allow myself to feel like this, because I was kind of like slipping into a weird place, and so was he as well, so it didn't exactly help, Um, because we're both teenagers, we've both got hormones, we both struggle with our own different things, and um, like, there was not very much communication, right, so I was just like, I can't fucking do this anymore, I need to go, and as hard as it was, it was almost very, it was very empowering for me to, again, take control of a situation that normally I wouldn't quite have the balls to do, because, like, 
my whole thing is, right, I'm a very... Oh, they're hoovering again. Love that. Oh, no, they're not. They're drilling. So annoying. I don't understand why they're always doing work. Anyway. Oh, my God. I need to shut that fucking window. I'm so sorry. This is so, like, chaotic. Anyway. Um... Yeah, so, as I'm saying, I'm a very, like, uh, I can be very soft, right? So I find it very hard to walk away from certain situations when my feelings are involved. So that's with friends, that's with anyone. I find it quite hard because I uh, form attachments very deeply. And that's why I was, like, it was very difficult for me to kind of just, like, just do it. I, I It was almost like a count to three moment right, because I was just like, this is going to be hard, but it needs to be done, because I need to put myself first, right, so I just did it, and it was very, it wasn't messy, actually, no, it was kind of messy, there was a little bit of shouting involved, which is one of the first times in a long time that I've had a breakup with shouting involved, so I can't lie, it was very entertaining, like, now I'm looking back at it, it was probably entertaining for everyone that was in the house, but yeah, I feel like this one... I don't really know what it taught me because I feel like I'm still learning the lesson that it taught me because it is generally quite recent. Also, my mum is hoovering. So if you can hear that in the background, I'm very sorry, but, you know, needs to be. So I feel like, like after this breakup, I have been on a quite deep spiritual journey, right? So I've always been a very spiritual person, just, like, naturally. It's just, like, what I've grown up around is what I've been raised around. However, since this breakup, I've kind of dived into the deep end. And as much as it's very... Not scary, but it is kind of scary. Like, I've been doing shadow work, which is basically, like, journaling, but for calling yourself out on your own bullshit and kind of unveiling trauma that you didn't... that you might not know you even had, which is very, like, emotionally jarring, which is probably why I'm not sleeping, to be fair. But, um, and I've been deep diving on crystals and I'm about to buy, like, 60 fucking books. Um, and I'm getting back into reading, which is always fun because I fucking love reading. But I feel like this taught me a lot about, like, how I almost lose myself in relationships, right? So I kind of let them absorb me in a way that I get lost in it and then when I'm out of it it's like well what do I have now and that's something I really need to fucking stop doing because like it's almost like obsession but not necessarily in an unhealthy way I don't get obsessed with the person I got obsessed with the relationship and it's so bad like it's so unhealthy this is the first relationship that I haven't kind of let the person themselves consume me like I had a relationship in the past where he was so manipulative and controlling that I literally changed totally as a person. My own friends didn't even recognise me, right? Hang on, I need to burp, I'm really sorry. <coughs> anyway, my phone is so broken and he keeps on going off charging, it's so annoying. Um, but yeah, my own friends didn't even recognise me, so that's kind of part of the reason why I was kind of like, no, nah, this needs to be done. But with this one, it wasn't so much that I let the person consume me, it was that I let the idea of the relationship consume me. And when that was gone, I needed a new obsession. So I kind of deep dived into my own spirituality and into my own mind. And as much as it might be an unhealthy coping mechanism, I feel like the breakup itself has done me good. 
you know, I needed to be out of it to be able to deep dive into my own brain, if that makes sense, like, can you hear my fucking stomach, I literally have not eaten since one o'clock, because I've been asleep, and I'm starving, um, but (laughs) I say that, it's only three hours long, people go longer than that without eating, I'm just, I just love food, um, yeah, so, like, I needed the breakup to deep dive into my own brain, take a shot every single time I say deep dive, um, yeah, so, as much as it sucked, and as much as I miss the connection, I'm grateful for the loss of the connection, because I've been able to find a whole new version of myself outside of that relationship, and I love who she is, and I love who I'm becoming, um, and I've just, you know, it's given me an opportunity to meet new people, because it's kind of like, not meet new people romantically, but just meet new people in general, because I feel like when you're in a relationship, you don't really tend to have conversations with random people, you know, like, I've been having random fucking conversations with people on the internet, and they've become actual really good friends of mine, and I love that, I love having internet friends, um, but yeah, so all of my relationships have taught me something, but they've all kind of like they've all affected me in very different ways and I've all I'd have handled them very different ways as well like my first breakup I did not handle it bearing in mind I was 15 it was my first ever breakup I handled it so bad (laughs) so bad I couldn't let it go I was oh it was just no not very good my second breakup I feel like I handled it better my third breakup I handled it a lot better but it stings a little bit more like on the outside, I'm very much so like, no, it's fine, everything's fine, everything happens for a reason, and on the inside, I'm kind of like, oh, I'm kind of upset, (laughs) but, you know, I feel like that's something that everybody does, so I want to answer your guys' questions, because it's my favourite part of any podcast, as I've said, so let's just jump right into it, how can I tell when my ex is 100% done with me and doesn't want to get back with me in the future, okay, so this is a really hard one, because when you break up with someone and they don't kind of tell you straight about why they actually want to break up with you and they say things like, oh, I just need space or I just need some time alone to figure out who I am. Like, that's... Nine times out of ten, that's bullshit, right? They just want to break up with you and they don't want to hurt your feelings. So the best way to tell when your ex is 100% done with you is to just assume and take as fact that they are 100% done with you, despite what they say when they break up with you, just assume that they're 100% done with you, because when you're holding on to the fact that they might come back, regardless of whether they've said that or not, if you're holding on to the fact that they might come back, you're not going to allow yourself to move on, and you're always going to be stuck in that thing of like, oh, they might come back, so I can't move on, I don't want to lose feelings, assume that they're never coming back, as much as it fucking sucks, assume that they're never coming back, allow yourself to move on, and if they come back and everything works out, then that's cool. But if they don't, which they probably won't, then that's fine. It taught you something. Move on. You go through shit, you grow through shit, right? But yeah, because trust me when I say assuming that X is going to come back will only get you hurt because they never do. And when they and if they do come back, they will come back when you could not give less of a shit about the fact that they're back. That's something that I have found. When people see you thriving 
in a way that they didn't thrive when they were with you. They want to know why. So they try and worm their way back into your life. And by that time, you don't even remember what their fucking face looks like, right? It's happened to me numerous times. So trust me on that one. Just assume that they're never coming back and get on with your life and move on and find a new happiness because you deserve so much better than to be waiting around for someone who's never coming back. Okay, how to tell if someone isn't right for you? I feel like right you know that whole thing when it's like when you ask for a sign that's already a sign if you're wondering and asking someone if they're right for you they're probably not because your gut already knows you know but also how to tell if someone isn't right for you is if like like I just said like your gut you will know in your gut if they don't make you feel loved if they don't make you feel appreciated if they don't make you feel beautiful in your own body if they just generally don't make you feel loved and love you in a way that makes you feel genuinely loved, then they're not right for you. They might not necessarily be a bad person, but they're just not right for you. That's what I found in past relationships. Someone could not necessarily be a bad person, but you're just not compatible in that way. And yeah, it sucks, but it's just kind of life, right? So if you find yourself wondering if they're right for you or not, they've obviously done something to make you think that and odds are they're not the right person for you and as much as it sucks it kind of is what it is but um i hope you get that situation under wraps okay next question what should you do if someone leaves without saying anything oof okay it sounds like you got ghosted which sucks but it happens to the best of us um the best thing to do when someone leaves without saying anything is to kind of just go on with your day. Like, there's not really a healing process. It just kind of happens, right? Don't text them. Don't ask them where they went. Delete their number. Delete their contacts. Delete all the photos. Unfollow them on everything because out of sight, out of mind. If they can leave, you can act like they never fucking existed, right? One-up them since everything's a fucking competition these days. <laughs> um, One-up them, delete everything, block their number, pretend that they don't exist. Because if they weren't um, brave enough to turn around to you and be like, look, I don't actually want to do this anymore, they didn't deserve you anyway. So realistically, you're above them and they're just a coward. So just pretend they never even existed. And when they do pop up to you again which they will when they see you thriving on your own, which you will be thriving because I believe in you. You can tell them like, oh, who are you? I've done that before and it genuinely felt so good. It was amazing. I loved it. Any hoozle. Um, Every advice I give is based off things that I've done or experienced or I know that other people have done or experienced. So you know, if my advice is shit, then I apologise, but, you know, best thing to do is just be like, no, you know what, if you're gonna ghost me, I'm just gonna act like you never fucking existed, and then when they come back, if they come back, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, because they see that you're thriving, you just be like, sorry, I don't know who you are, done, and then you won, you know, if life is a game, you won that level, (laughs) because that's pretty badass, and it feels amazing, 
but yeah, I'm very sorry that that happened, and as much as it sucks, you kind of just need to, like, take it, take it on the chest, take it on the chin, take it on the chest, I don't fucking know, um, just grab it, get on with it, because there's no point in sitting around and moping and crying over shit that you have no control over, they left, they didn't have the courage and the bravery to turn around to you and be like, look, I don't actually want to do this anymore, so they left without saying anything, they never deserved you anyway, and you're way too fucking good for them, so fuck them, pretend they never existed, (laughs) how to get your confidence back up, okay, this is something that's very hard after a relationship, because when you're in a relationship, you have that constant flow of um, validation from the person that you're with, right, because hopefully in healthy relationships, it's always kind of like you're always gassing each other up, and you have that constant flow of um, compliments and validation, and then you just feel pretty, because you're like, okay, i see this person and I love this person and if they love me that must mean that I'm special right and then when they leave it's like oh never mind but it doesn't mean that you're any less special it just means that you know the expiry date was done everything has an expiry date and I know that for a fact and someone leaving your life does not make you any less special than what you were when they entered and what you were when they were there it just means that they either couldn't handle it or they were just done you know sometimes people lose feelings and that's okay it's no one's fault it's just how it is if they handle it like a grown-up then it's all good but if they handle it like a dickhead then it's a bit of a dick move but you know I just feel like I've done a whole podcast on getting your self-confidence back up and loving yourself so if you want to go and listen to that you can but in kind of like short terms the best way to get your confidence back up is to one give yourself that constant validation that that person gave you look at yourself in the mirror whilst you're doing your makeup whilst you're brushing your hair whilst you're blow drying your hair whilst you're in the shower and just be like you are so pretty even if you don't believe it at that time just say it and then eventually you'll start to believe it and also fake it till you make it right feel like and act like you are the baddest bitch and eventually it will become true because the person who sent me this I know and you are the baddest bitch um but it's hard I know I understand but the best way to do it is to one do things that make you feel confident if you want to do your makeup do your makeup if you like having your hair a certain way do that if you want to wear certain clothes do that do things that make you feel good and then give yourself that validation out loud be like you look fucking good today period no ifs ands or buts about it you look good today and also act as though you feel good act as though you feel like you know you look good right and then it will kind of just happen naturally and you won't even have to actively do that, you know? That's one thing that I found about confidence is very easy to fake emotions and then them become real. Um, so, yeah, fake it till you make it and do things that make you feel confident and make you feel pretty and just remind yourself every day that you are pretty because you are pretty. Everybody's pretty. And you don't need... an another person in your life to tell you that because you know it yourself so you know okay 
how old were you when you had your first breakup? I was 14 years old. Like I said in the beginning, I was 14. It was very dramatic. It was very intense. But I'm very happy that it happened at such a young age because even though it was shit, I feel like the intensity of the breakup is something most people don't experience until they are about my age now, so about 18. So I learned a lesson most people learned in their late teens, in my early teens, so I was already prepared for everything else that was coming my way, because in my head, I was like, if I get through that, I can get through anything, because it was very intense. Okay, where are all the other questions? I've lost them, very sorry. Okay. What to do when you're not angry or upset or anything, you just can't stop thinking about them. Okay, so this is exactly what happened with me in my last relationship. I wasn't necessarily... Like, I was upset for a little bit, and then I just kind of went away, and then I just kind of missed them. But I feel like, possibly, I'm going to use my psychology brain right now. So if this doesn't make any sense, I apologise. But it sounds like to me that you're not allowing yourself to feel angry or upset, because subconsciously, you know that those are the stages of grief that will help you get over them, and you don't want to get over them. Because maybe you're holding on to them coming back. Maybe you just feel comfortable loving them and them not being there. Which is very shitty. Like, it's very hard having feelings for someone that is no longer around because you don't have anywhere to put them, right? So I feel like if you're not putting yourself through those stages of grief and you're not almost allowing yourself to feel those things, because although you you may not be consciously doing that, it's subconsciously happening in your brain right, so your subconscious is not allowing yourself to feel those things, because it knows that those are the stages of grief of getting over someone, and then once it's done, it's done, and you're over them, and I don't, it's probably very scary, um, to be out of love with someone who you feel so comfortable loving, right, but my only advice to you is to just allow yourself, although it can be hard, take control of your own mind, and kind of push yourself, if you want to get over them, push yourself to feel those emotions, and push yourself to almost get over it, because the missing them might not ever go away, but the loving them might, right, so you obviously, like, breakups are like an up and down thing, sometimes you'll have a day where it's like, oh my god, I literally can't believe I ever even went there, and then sometimes you'll have a day, I was like, fuck, I actually really miss them, it's an up and down thing, but if you allow yourself to feel those emotions, even though that might not make any sense right now, if you push yourself, do some writing, you know, get your emotions out on paper about how you feel, and eventually you'll find yourself feeling the emotions that you didn't think you were feeling, because almost, or you can even say it out loud, record a little thing on your phone, do you know what I mean? Push yourself through those emotions, and allow yourself to feel them, because as scary as it might be, it's a human thing to feel sadness, and it's a human thing to be angry at someone when they fucking leave, it's okay, don't be scared of emotions, because they're natural, and they're normal, but yeah, I hope that literally made any sense at all, um, how long have I been talking for? 31 minutes. I want to try and find more of the questions because I feel like I have lost them. So, okay, so I found them. So, 
This person said, how long after a breakup is it acceptable to start dating again? I have a rule on this, right? Do not throw yourself into any other form of relationship until you are 100% sure that you are over the old person. Because what's going to happen is, this is a very unpopular opinion, I think, but from my experience, what's going to happen is you're going to be taking the emotions that you feel for the last person you were with and you're going to be almost putting them onto the new person that you're with because you've kind of just like taken one out and put a new one in so there's no real um time to grieve time to heal anything like that you're not allowing yourself to heal you're putting your emotions for that other person onto the new person and you're going to have feelings for them that you don't even really necessarily have so allow yourself to heal allow yourself to hurt first and foremost allow yourself to be upset allow yourself to be alone and be comfortable in your loneliness right because realistically if you're never comfortable with being alone you will never know if you're choosing someone out of love or out of loneliness and realistically if you're choosing someone out of loneliness it's never gonna last because you're gonna choose the first person that you see and it's either going to be fucking a traumatising relationship because you never even knew them in the first place, or it's just going to be unnecessarily messy and time-wasting. So, I don't know the time frame, but give yourself as long as it takes to heal and to be hurt and to be upset, and then when you feel like you're ready, go for it. But the second you feel like it's not something that you actually are ready for, don't push yourself to do that because when your body knows and your mind knows that you're not ready for something it will physically reject it so listen to your mind listen to your gut and listen to your body but if you feel like you're ready then go for it but me personally I allow myself to hurt and feel shit about it before I even think about moving on right okay kindest way to end things oof um Every time I've ended something, it's been pretty harsh. So I'm not quite sure. But that makes me sound like a bitch, but it is what it is. I feel like the kindest way to end things is to just be honest, you know? Because I feel like when the worst breakups are when someone lies to you and then you're kind of shown a whole different story than what they told you. So for example, if they're like, oh, I just need some time by myself. And then two weeks later, they're in a relationship. It's like, oh, So you didn't need time by yourself. You wanted time with that other person. Why couldn't you just say that in the first place? Um, Best thing to do is just be honest. As much as it might hurt the person and as much as they may not deserve it, it's going to hurt them more by, like, um, lying to them and then going against what you said you were going to do. So it's kind of like, oh, it's not you, it's me. It's like, no, you just don't do that shit. Just be honest with them. And just be like, look, I want to break up with you because of this. I'm not happy because of this. I'm really sorry. Like, genuinely, I'm really sorry. But I just wanted to be honest with you because you deserve honesty. And then, done. Sorted. Finished. And although it hurts and it sucks, I feel like it's just so much better for both of you in the long run. Because you're going to feel like a better person for being honest. You're not going to have any guilt for lying. They're not going to fucking hate you because you're a liar. And they're also going to find it easier to move on because they actually know what's going on. Because when you're lied to, it's harder to move on because you're holding on to the lies that that someone told you, right? So just do them a favour and be honest with them. Okay, 
Messiest breakup you've had. Oof. All of them have been messy in their own ways. I can't lie. Um, I feel like, honestly, the messiest breakup I had is the one when I was younger. But because it was so, like, childish, if that made sense. We didn't really know what we were doing. So it was very much, like, on and off and on and off and on and off and on and off. And it sucked. But, um... Actually, to be fair, they've all been equally messy in their own different ways. You know, the first one was messy because I was so young and they were... I consider them to be my very close friend and that's kind of how it started. We were like, well, we're friends. Should we just take it, give it a go? And then we were like, yeah, sure. And then it just went tits up and it just wasn't it at all. But luckily, I'm civil with that person now because we were young and we understand that it's not, like... Doesn't need to be deep. Um... Second breakup was messy because it was almost like the most grown-up relationship I've ever had. We practically lived together and he broke up with me over text while he was on the other side of the country. So that was fun. But I got over it a lot quicker than I thought I would, which was quite cool. Third breakup was messy because, like, I kind of allowed it to be messy because I was hurt by what was going on and the reason that it ended. So I was kind of like, no, you know what? I'm not going to be diplomatic about this. I want to kick up a fuss. So I did. Um, Because sometimes, you know what? As much as it's good to be an adult, sometimes it's good to give someone an earful if they've hurt you because they deserve it. So, (laughs) but yeah, I feel like they've all been separately messy and as dramatic as they were, I'm very happy that they happened like that because as I've said a billion fucking times, I learned from them right okay this is gonna be the last question how can i help my friend with a breakup love your podcast btw and i hope you have a great day that's so sweet thank you so much um i hope you have a good day as well i just hit my phone with my thing sorry how to help a friend with a breakup off honestly just be there for them just ask them what they need that day the best way to be there for someone is to ask them what you can do for them because when you shove shit down their throats they're going to feel even more overwhelmed or it's going to be the complete opposite of what they need. Ask them what they need. Check up on them regularly, but don't smother them because I know it can be annoying. And just be there for them. Be their friend. Distract them. Ask them if they want to talk about it. Buy them a notebook to write shit down in. Right? Just be their friend. And that's enough. For me personally, I like it when my friends are just kind of there for me. And they don't necessarily make me talk about it. They allow me to talk about it in my own time. And then my voice went weird, then I'm very sorry. They allow me to talk about it in my own time. And they just kind of let me grieve. If I need to cry, I will. Like, I was going... um, I was at my best friend's house a lot when I was going through my most recent breakup. And sometimes I'd just space out and I'd just be sad. And she'd just kind of sit there with me and just allow me to do it. She didn't force me to be happy. She didn't force me to cry. Nothing. She just allowed me to feel my emotions and she was just there for me. Then when I was done, she was like, do you want to get food? I was like, yeah. (laughs) You know, there was no pressure. Don't put any pressure on them because they're going through a breakup right now. So it's pretty shit for them in their brain. Just be their friend. Ask them if they need anything. Get them food. Get them their favourite snacks and just go and sit with them and cry with them and be in their little breakup nest with them because that's something that you never forget you know like when your friends are there for you in your shittest times you never forget that so just be their friend and everything will work out in the end 
Okay. So I'm gonna bring that I'm gonna bring this to a pause or to an ending now. Um I've really loved this podcast, I can't lie. I love giving you guys advice about shit. It's honestly it's I live for it. Um so yeah, if you want to me to answer your questions in the next podcast, go follow me on Instagram, Chloe.ev. And I put up um little question things every week about what I'm gonna be speaking about in the podcast. So, yeah, if you want to be involved in that, go follow me on Instagram. Go listen to Euphoria by my friend Erin Barnard. It's amazing. I'm so obsessed with it. And I really hope I just said her last name right. But if I didn't, I'm very sorry, Erin. But it's amazing. Go listen to it. Euphoria on Spotify. Um, Yeah. I've enjoyed talking to you guys this week. I'm very sorry. I'm going to get back on my shit of uploading these. I've just not been having a very productive couple of weeks which is understandable because you know we're in a lockdown and everybody has their own shit going on right so i hope you guys have an amazing day week month um however long i love you all very much don't forget to follow me on instagram and yeah i'll speak to you guys next week love you bye